Welcome to the Selfful Podcast with your host, Georgia Holiday. My mission here on this podcast is to help you go from stress and self-doubt to sass and self-love. I truly believe the most important relationship we will ever have is the one with ourselves. So we're talking everything relating back to the self, aka you. I'm talking self-care, self-worth, self-awareness, self-confidence, and so much more. So grab a cuppa, get comfy, and let's get straight to it. Hello and welcome to another episode of the podcast. Today I have a solo episode for you sharing some thoughts after a conversation I had with one of my personal training clients. So I spoke to a client earlier and I really wanted to share this conversation we had because I think so many of you are going to resonate with it and also benefit from what I had to say to her about this situation. So this conversation started because she asked me how she can start to eat more healthy, right? Simple enough, very normalized conversation, um, especially within the fitness industry. But I think she was surprised by how the conversation went from asking about healthy snacks to something much deeper. Because it's always deeper, right? There is always something deeper. There's always more layers to peel back about why we think the way we think, why we behave a certain way, why we act a certain way, why we respond a certain way. Essentially diving into our subconscious and not really being sure what we will find there. So back to this conversation I had with my client. She shared with me that she used to go on diets and knowingly like didn't eat enough food and just generally wasn't kind to herself. And sadly, this story is not news to me. It's not something new. I hear this all the time from so many women and it used to be me as well like that used to be me dieting not eating enough foods like knowing I was not eating enough calories for the amount of exercise that I was doing being really unkind to myself feeling guilty around food that I was eating that used to be me as well so I want you to know that I've been there if you relate to what I'm about to say I have been there I've probably had all of your objections all of your beliefs all of your thoughts as well um So I've been where you are now. I've been in your shoes. It's the age old story of women consuming media that tells them that being small is right and being big is wrong. Being skinny makes you worthy and desirable and lovable and being fat makes you unworthy and undesirable and unlovable. So many women get that narrative and they go on diets, they starve themselves, they shame themselves, they punish themselves, they over-exercise, they make themselves small physically and emotionally. So they're taking up less space in the world physically by being physically smaller, but also emotionally as well, even potentially making themselves ill. Perhaps they lose some weight and they momentarily feel better about themselves. And then the bar gets set even higher. So now As women, we need to lose more weight. We need to be even smaller, even lighter. We need to eat less food. We have to hate ourselves more. And so the cycle just starts again and again and repeats again and again and again and again. And if this pattern is never interrupted or questioned, then it will continue for 
that person's entire life. So I just want you to think about now how many of you grew up with your mum always being on a diet. So how many of you have kind of like a memory of your mum always being on this diet or that diet or maybe being with Slimming World or Weight Watchers or whatever else, constantly, you know, obsessing about her weight? And then how many of them are still on diets? How many of them still obsess about their weight? I bet it's a lot. And by diet, I also mean diet clubs like Slimming World or Weight Watchers or any other meal plan that is essentially restrictive and teaches the narrative that certain foods are bad and that if you eat those foods, you are also bad. So that's what I mean when I say diet. But let me tell you a secret. Food isn't bad. Food is not evil and it definitely is not the enemy. You need food to live. You need food to live. Food is there for us to enjoy. We create so many amazing memories around food, like birthdays or Christmas, weddings, other celebrations, like so many of these pivotal points in our lives are celebrated through food in some way or another. And that's beautiful. Food brings us together with the people we love. It allows us to celebrate with them and enjoy life. So no, food is not the enemy and food actually isn't the issue. Food is never the issue. You know, when it comes to um, eating disorders or disordered eating or dieting, yo-yo dieting, these negative relationships with food, food is not the issue. The same way that drugs, sex, shopping, alcohol, gambling is never the issue for the addicts. It's the symptom but not the cause. So the real issue, the cause of this symptom around this bad relationship with food is your mindset. But that is not your fault. As women, we have been brainwashed to believe these things that have been passed down through generations of subconscious conditioning, right? So our mothers subconsciously hated and berated their bodies. They went on diets after diets after diets. Maybe they went to you know, Slimming World or Weight Watchers or that type of thing. And by them being so obsessed from, you know, looking a certain way or the right way according to our patriarchal society, they were subconsciously installing these fat phobic and damaging beliefs into us as well. But this isn't our mum's fault either. Or your grandmas, or your great grandmas, or your great great grandmas. <laughs> you get the idea. These beliefs have may have been passed down through like so many generations beliefs that you must be slim or you'll end up alone stories that being fat is the worst possible thing that can happen to you as a woman narratives that you must endure a life of hatred and suffering and punishment when it comes to food and your body because that's just what it means to be a woman these beliefs may have been passed down to you subconsciously but you can break that chain you can end the pattern that has been passed down to you subconsciously and stop this self-deprecation. And you deserve to be free from it. And your daughters deserve to be free from it. And their daughters deserve to be free from it. And so on and so on. And the rest of the women in your family to come deserve to be free from these really damaging, harmful, negative beliefs around you, your weight, your body and food. So what if you focused on things in life that you actually cared about? 
the things that really matter to you? What if you spent even half of the time that you put into obsessing over your body into something else? Imagine what you could achieve. Imagine what you could achieve if you did that. The solution to having a bad relationship with food and yourself is not to continue having a bad relationship with food and yourself through more dieting and more self-judgment and more shaming. You've already tried that and it hasn't worked. So it's time to try something else. Getting to the root cause of this bad relationship you have with food and yourself. Getting to the core of why you are so unkind to yourself. So much so that you believe the only way to be seen or to be good enough is to control your food and punish yourself with exercise. That is not a life. Like, that is hell. That sounds like hell to me. Can you imagine yourself at like 70, 80, 90 years old still following a fucking diet plan? You will miss out on so much of your life if you take that path. I personally cannot imagine anything worse than missing out on making memories and falling in love with yourself just for the sake of a few kilos. And look, I know people have their reasons um, and they want to lose weight to feel more confident themselves. And to be honest, in the sexist, fatphobic, racist society that we live in, I totally understand that. I totally get it. I totally appreciate that. But I also want you to know that you are already good enough exactly as you are exactly how you look right now whatever you weigh whatever your dress size is you are already inherently good enough you do not need to prove your worth by making yourself smaller you do not need to prove your willpower by sticking to some insanely ridiculous diet that is probably fucking up your hormones and bodily functions as well by the way you are already enough simply by just being exactly as you are right now right now you're not going to find your worth on the screen of your scales how can you let a piece of plastic on the floor determine whether you will feel good enough that day or whether you will feel like shit how can a piece of technology that by the way would easily shatter into like a million pieces if you dropped it on the floor how can you let that get to tell you whether you can be happy that day or not depending on what number it shows you and something that I was saying to my client who in the scheme of things doesn't actually weigh herself that often she said she weighs herself maybe like once a month because she knows how shitty it makes her feel a lot of women weigh themselves weekly or even daily which is extremely alarming to me and really unhealthy for your mindset what I was saying to her is that even if you did weigh yourself every day looking for some form of validation that you are good enough your weight will still fluctuate each day anyway so in the morning you might weigh I don't know let's say 70 kilos and in the evening you might weigh 71 kilos but that doesn't give you an accurate description of your weight that day because your weight will naturally fluctuate depending on what you've eaten, what you've done that day, how hydrated you are, your time of the month, all of these different things. So not only that, you could weigh yourself on five different scales like on the same day and just get five completely different readings. You could step on five different scales and get five completely different readings so this just goes to show that it's not the actual number that matters but your mindset around that number 
you're so much more than a number on a scale. So much more. You are a human being with a heart and a soul and a family and friends and people that love and admire you. You have interests and hobbies and goals and dreams. So how can you shrink yourself to only being worth what a scale says you are worth? You can break this cycle. You can change your beliefs and your negative thoughts about yourself and you can live a life of acceptance, of neutrality, I'm not saying how you're feeling isn't valid and that your intentions to lose weight are bad. I'm simply asking you to challenge those thoughts and beliefs and believe that there is another way, there is another option. You don't have to go on hating yourself and being miserable on the stupid fucking diet that you're on right now that is not realistic, that is not sustainable, that is not actually healthy for you. You don't have to stay punishing your body through hours of grueling exercise that you really do not enjoy. You don't have to do that. You can change what you're doing. And I know it might not feel like it right now, but you can get to a place of self-love, self-acceptance and confidence. I think also it's important to point out that you can love yourself and want to improve and want to be better, do better, whatever that means to you. The two things can coexist. You can love yourself and want to move your body because you know it's good for you and your mental health. You can love yourself and want to introduce more vegetables and water into your diet because you know it's going to help your energy levels. You can do those things but from a place of love, not self-hatred. Do these things because you love yourself, not because you're not because you hate yourself and you feel like you have to punish yourself. Do them from a place of love. So, yes, it can be scary to dig into your subconscious and understand your beliefs behind these thought processes when it comes to food and your weight. But once you begin to recognize that actually you don't have to subscribe to these stories that are forced upon us you start to feel empowered and liberated and free and that is all I want for you. That is all I want for you and you deserve that. You really deserve to live a life where you don't even think about your body at all. You don't even think about food at all, right? Like that is a possibility for you. That life can be a reality for you. You don't have to go every single day feeling super conscious about your body about how it looks about what you eat about oh if I eat that it's going to make me put on weight or if I eat that I'm going to feel real real guilty and really bad about myself you can have a life where you don't feel like that and I say that from a place of experience because like I said to you at the beginning of this episode I used to be in a place where I had a really disordered relationship with food and with how I thought about food how I thought about exercise how I thought about myself and you know it wasn't a healthy place for me it was probably the worst place mentally that I've ever been and the way I tried to control that was by controlling my food and controlling my exercise okay and that was not healthy for me it was not healthy for me yes I lost weight and I was probably the smallest that I've ever been as an adult and that was not healthy it did not make me happier it did not make me more confident it just made me hate myself more and compare myself more and it just spiraled more and more and more and it was not a good place to be so I want you to know that losing weight and going on a diet is not always the answer to you wanting to be more confident and loving yourself and feeling happy it is not always the answer 
dig deeper, explore these thoughts, unpack these beliefs and challenge why you think these things. Challenge your thoughts and beliefs and stories that you have around food. Challenge the relationship you have with food and yourself because it's so much deeper than just the food you're eating, right? It's so much deeper than that. I hope this episode has been insightful for you. I would love to hear your thoughts and let me know if it triggered any kind of like light bulb moments for you or if you do feel kind of triggered by this and maybe you feel a bit annoyed by me saying these things, I would love to hear that as well because it is all valid. Everything you feel is valid. Um, And remember, everyone has a different experience. Um, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. If you did find this useful or helpful or insightful in any way, please do share it with someone that you think would also benefit from it. Or if you share it on your social media, please tag me so I can say thank you. I hope you have a lovely day. And until next time, don't forget to live your most self-full life.